Welcome all our listeners to another edition of Brothers Z and Friends. We bring you tippets from the Bible, entertaining gospel music. We interview personalities, gospel singers, writers. Don't touch that dial and you will be blessed by the end of it all. The music that we play complements the topic that we may be discussing at any given time. Music that we play complements the topic that we may be discussing at any given time. Well, Jose Lopez is no stranger to us here at Brothers and Friends. This is the fourth time he's coming to us with security advice. So let's say, Brother Z, you steal my, my credit card information. I wouldn't okay? do that to you. <laughs> Could you choose someone else? <laughs> no, I, I like you. We're going to stick with you. <laughs> okay, go so, ahead. So if you go ahead and, and, and you steal my credit card information and uh, or just my, my general basic information mm-hmm, and you try mm-hmm. to apply for, for a credit card or whatnot, and let's say, you, uh, let's say I have Bank of America and you apply mm-hmm. for a Bank of America credit card, 
you know, if the bank calls me saying, hey, we need more paperwork to get you approved, obviously at that point I'm going to question, I haven't applied for it, what are you talking about? Can they legally tell me who approved it? If it wasn't me, no. Uh, that's it. Uh. It requires, there's there's more in the background. You need a police report. You know, you, you need a, um, mm. uh, you need to go through the courts and then the court system can give the proper documents to Bank of America to release that information. There's just so, there, there's yeah. more legalities mm. attached to it just to get the type of information. Mm. All they know, all the bank is going to find out from, from me is that I didn't apply for it. So now what they're going to do is they're going to cancel that, put it down as fraud. Mm. and give me a new card and perhaps a new bank account number just to 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 be safe right. um mm. but unfortunately they can't give you all that information i, I happen to know a, a story about that so that, that's how i, I became uh, knowledgeable about it okay um and it, it's just there's just so much things in play that you have to do just to get that information the only thing you need if that ever happens to you best thing for you to do is um, you, you also have to watch out um, because a, lo- a lot of uh, scammers call you and they say, hey, this is, uh, you know, Joe Smith from uh, XNO Bank. Mm. Um, you know, you applied for, uh, for this or we're updating our information, you know, and uh, we need to verify, mm. you know, we saw some, some sort of weird activity on your account. Please, can you verify your information? First rule. No bank is going to call you asking you for random information like that. Right, no. right. Wow. So mm. keep that in mind. Mm. If People somebody get deceived, though. Yes. They've, they've given out that information. Yeah, and, and if you do get a phone call like that, well, you say, okay, well, thank you. I will walk in into the local branch. Right. And right. you hang okay. up. Okay. You don't continue because they're going to try. That makes sense. They're going to keep trying. Oh, well, you don't have to. We could do it all mm. over the phone. <laughs> they're going to try to keep you on the phone. If you see mm. that they try to keep you on the phone... That is 100% red flags everywhere that they're a scammer and they want your information. Right. Mm. So you hang up. Mm. And all you do, you can go to the bank and say, hey, look, I had a scammer call me. I just want to make sure, is there, is, does my account look fine? Right. Yeah. You know, if, if, you, if you're that type of person, you feel nervous about it, then so mm. you can feel better, you can go ahead and do that. Mm. Um, but by them calling you, it doesn't mean they have your information. They're just phishing. They they, right, they, right. they want that information. And mm-hmm. phone numbers are public. You know, you enter your phone number on some sort of list. Any wherever you enter your cell phone number, mm. people can find it. Okay. You know, you you have these websites that you pay twenty four ninety nine for a one time report, and I can get a bunch of cell phone numbers. You know, <laughs> it, it's 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 free information yeah. uh, to a level, right? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah, only because they call you, it doesn't necessarily mean they have your your data. But oh, as a safe keep for yourself, for your own peace of mind, you can directly call the bank or just walk in and explain mm-hmm. what happened, so they can review your account. Okay. Anointed Community Services International. We're a nonprofit 501c3 organization, and we educate and empower the disadvantaged women, youth, veterans, and seniors in South Lake County. We're currently managing the Elise Tomlin Community Center in Groveland, Florida, and offering free programs for youth, women, and seniors. We're offering an after-school tutoring program, a summer activities program, a women's network uh, that brings women together to educate and empower them to be self-sufficient, and also a Meals on Wheels program that delivers food for veterans and seniors in the community. Many are receiving help applying for food stamp, Medicaid, getting legal document assistance, and even starting a business. We'll soon be in a new Elise Tomlin Empowerment Center that will have a business incubator where small businesses will be able to start off with a low overhead and get free services by our staff. We believe in empowering and transforming communities. And we can be reached by calling 352-404-7898. Again, that's 352-404-7898. Or you can visit us online at www.anointedcs, that's C as in cat, S as in Sam, dot org. Anointedcs.org. Bridging the gap between 
the young and the elderly, brothers and friends, we are glad you are listening. Kind of love. 
the music that we play complements the topic that we may be discussing at any given time. All right. Right. Uh, wow. So, so Jose, uh, botnet. What is it? What is botnet? So, so botnet, uh, it, it is, uh, so it's, it's a, a bunch of computers, uh, devices, servers, uh, that they, they have been infected with, uh, malicious software. Mm. Okay. Um, so pretty much, uh, what, what's it, what is this going to do? Um, they're going to try to, is going to try to break in into your equipment mm-hmm. and is just going to try to put in what is called a payload, uh, which is the malicious software. Once that is installed, but think about it as a, uh, like a brute force attack, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just going to be several of them attacking you until they eventually get in. And now I can remotely access wow. your, your equipment here from the, you know, from, from the studio and I can take over your studio show now and I can use it to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's just a constant knock. Um, and I think we talked about this in the last show, which is it's a yeah, denial of service attack as well. It's just an updated version of a denial of service, if you want to put it that way, simplified. And the, what's denial of service is the same thing. It's just, you know, your door here, just imagine, like I was telling uh, Pastor Linda the other day, just imagine 100 people just pushing into the door, pushing into the door, pushing into mm. the door. What's mm. going to happen? Eventually, it will give in. Now you have access. Okay. That is the same thing as button. It is just multiple coming in at you trying to get into your system and once they're in your system mm. they can remotely control your equipment okay so how can people in business uh, protect themselves for that type of a scam so in reality it goes back to a few things that i've mentioned in the past uh you know it's doing safe searching on your internet uh make sure that your software like your windows operating system if you have a windows computer uh making sure that your antivirus program or any other applications you have installed in your computer that you you maintain those up to date mm. and they, you have all the the latest uh, updates uh, on your system um you know that's really important uh you know your the, the main one is just you must have a reliable security hmm. system on, on your laptop or your okay. desktop. What do I mean by reliable security system? They sell them on, at Walmart, you know, or you buy them online, you know, get a AVG, get a, 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 a Norton AV security system, McAfee, hmm. Kaspersky. Hmm. So they, they sell all these security systems that you can purchase. You, the, yeah. Some of them are free okay. and they're good. It's better than nothing. Hmm. But if you want to be protected, you know, 100%, then you pay for the license, which is a yearly license. And they've dropped down so much in price compared to what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Now you can pay, I think it's like 100 bucks, and they give you five licenses for five devices. Okay. So yeah, but, you so, can go ahead and do that. No, but Brother George, I just want to ask this. Um, someone told me that Windows 10 comes with uh, with that. Type Windows of a, security. The, the, yes, and you do not need to buy anything else, Norton or anything. No, they. It has. So, it, um, I think it comes with um, Windows which, security. Uh, no, no. There, there, there's. It's a, it's a Windows security. I forget what they call it. Um, but it does have a security system in it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's a, just a built. It's built in with Windows. I still suggest you buy something else. Okay. Okay. It's just something that they included uh, as a freebie, which is okay. part of the operating system. Mm. But it doesn't mean that that's the only thing you need. No, you trust me. That doesn't help at all, especially okay. in a, a business environment. Even though Windows comes with that little bit of security, I've been in in several locations that had their computers get com- get compromised. They have spyware, malware in them, just because they don't put anything else in them. Okay. So even it does have it. Okay. Yeah, don't don't think that you're uh, I'm good. No. Yeah, okay. Get that's something else. that's very good information mm-hmm. because I was convinced mm-hmm. uh, that you don't need it now. It's uh, No, it, it is definitely needed and you know um for businesses it, it's just keeping your employees educated. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, just so, mm-hmm. just pretty much on everything that we've been discussing keeping educated keeping them educated about all of that. Okay. okay. Oh my, this is some serious stuff. <laughs> mm, yeah. So, 
As we talk about these things, we've heard about firewalls. What is a firewall? So, so a firewall, it's a, it's pretty much a, it's a piece of software uh, that monitors and controls uh, incoming and outgoing network traffic. So, if I tell my firewall, and I let's say I make a policy, and I say I want nobody downloading music, and somebody tries to download music, the firewall is going to block it. Mm. So it's going to block the traffic going out, and the traffic if 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 i have it only to for coming in is going to block it because i have a policy on my firewall that is going to prevent that what's going to happen the firewall is going to log that entry if i'm a network administrator and if this is the center linda i could go to you and say hey look x y and z is trying to access uh how to download illegal music from the center's computers Mm. so obviously you as a business owner then you can go in and say, hey, I need to talk to you. These mm-hmm. are things you cannot do. You educate them. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, that's a way of, it's a level of security that protects mm-hmm. you because it monitors it for you. Mm-hmm. Not everything is 100%. There's still some that might get through, but that's why you have a network admin in a business because they, they maintain it. They're always looking, always looking so they can see what is the new thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, how can we block it and prevent it? So is that would you suggest business owners that they have a firewall system? Oh, yes. Yeah. Because all of them don't. Not all of them. That's because they don't know. A few years back, a small insurance company, uh, they provided home, auto, and life, and just a bunch of other insurance packages down in Miami area. Um, They got compromised Mm -hmm. because they didn't have this type of equipment set up on their network. Um, Unfortunately, they did went through that bad time. But it was a learning curve for them that, okay, well, we should have listened when mm-hmm. they were, tr- you know, they didn't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. So it happened to them, you know, and then eventually they ended up buying what they needed to so they can be protected. Wow. Um, but yes, uh, if, if, if you, don't, you don't know what, a, a, you know, uh, who to call or how to acquire one, if, if you're a business owner, um, you know, re- reach out to, uh, to Ms. Linda and I can definitely... Uh, um, you know, and she'll get a hold of me and we can, I can put you in contact with, with several different people that do that type of work uh, that can assist you in, in providing that at, at your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, your home is a tad different. Uh, your home comes with the, uh, with the routers that you buy. You know, you have like Netgear routers, mm-hmm. which are pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Those Netgear home routers, they come already with a built-in firewall. Okay. Oh. So if you don't know any of that and you have no idea how to access that, again, you know, if, if, if you're listening and you need help and you want to make sure that it's set up correctly, you can also reach out to, to, to Ms. Linda and, you know, I can provide some sort of guidance on either who can go out and help you out or if you want to try it on your own, I can give you some tips on how to go ahead and do it. Because would the um, internet provider provide them with that as well? So the... Uh, one of the ISPs, um, obviously, I'm not going to mention them, but uh, one of the ISPs, uh, I know for a fact, uh, well, actually, two of them, I know for a fact, because that I've had them in the past, uh, The those routers, modems that they mm-hmm. give you, mm-hmm. they have already a built-in firewall as well. It, it just depends on who you go with. They, they'll, they'll give you that modem. Let's say I'm going to throw Spectrum out there. Um, Spectrum gives you a, a modem, okay? But you don't want to use their wireless. You want to use your own wireless device. So now you go buy a Netgear router at Walmart. Okay. You plug it in. Spectrum, they already have it set up. But then you just plug in your, your router. You, you didn't configure anything. So how, how do you know you have your firewall set up correctly? Or how do you know you're being protected, at least on that aspect? You don't. So that's where you're going to, you know, you'll, you might start having issues just because you, you're open to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, the neighbor can probably see your wireless device. And if you don't lock it properly, they can probably guess your password. And if it's not password protected, they'll just log mm-hmm. in. And now I'm snooping around in your network at home just because you didn't properly secure it. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. wow. What does it mean for a website to be spoofed? <laughs> so that's a good question. So years ago, I went into a particular travel website. This is this is something that happened to me. Um, I went in and I wanted to buy a travel ticket. Mm. 
and it was back then it was a very well known uh website uh for traveling uh you know purchasing items so i decided to go in what was my fault i didn't pay attention to the url the website name okay mm. okay i i trusted myself too much mm. and that was my fault i recognized that so what did I do? I looked for the ticket that I was looking for. I entered my credit card information, and I purchased it. You know, and I'm, I'm waiting 24 hours. I still don't receive a confirmation email, wow. you know, that it, it was 100% approved. So I, uh, I look up the 1-800 number for their customer service, and I said, hey, you know, about almost over 24 hours ago, I purchased a, a ticket from point A to point B, and I still haven't received my confirmation. Uh, I would like to receive that so then I can choose my seats and whatnot. And they're like, sir, we don't have anything in the system. Ooh. I'm like, what do you mean? This is the confirmation number. They took the... So it gave me a transaction ID number, but not a confirmation number. Because they, uh, they'll send you that email first, and then you get a second one once it's been 100% approved. Okay. So when I gave them that transaction ID number, like, sir, that's not even our, our scheme, the way the numbers are set up. Wow. So that web their website got spoofed so that's what spoofed me it means somebody puts in the same website everything is going to look the same the only thing that's going to be different it might be the url Mm -hmm. so let's use um let's use uh expedia okay at the end of expedia there's an a the a might be different so if you if you just so you can imagine this so a normal a if we write it is going to be the the circle right and then you're going to put the little line come down that's a lowercase a Mm. but what do they do they change that to the old english style of a which it looks like that little s and then it has that little belly in the front Mm. they use that type of a so it's going to say expedia but is the a is going to be different (laughs) wow but will it also have that lock on the URL or unlocked? It will be unlocked. Okay. For me, that's mm-hmm. like the biggest um, thing to watch so, for. Yeah. So you technically, lock. you can go to Expedia.com, and they're going to have both, the unsecure and the secure. Oh. Okay. Mm. So f- to give you that sense of protection, then you have to type the whole thing. You have to go to HTTPS. Right. The two little dots, forward slash, mm-hmm. forward slash, www.expedia.com. Mm-hmm. So now you are entering their protected, secure site. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you can also go to the unsecure site as long as you're spelling it correctly and you know it's that. It's expedia.com. You know, you go to it. But are they both legit? Yeah, I mean? they're both legit. Oh, right. But, but it's just, you, there, that's why I said there's so many little things you have to watch out for. You have to become aware. Eventually, you become aware of things. You just ha- get in the mindset of just questioning everything. Yeah. Just check. Hmm. Yeah, it might take an extra five seconds. Mm -hmm. But is it worth you losing a lot of your data or or getting compromised Mm -hmm. because you don't want to check for an extra five seconds? I'd rather spend five seconds over going through a headache later on. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe this could be my last question. Who are hackers? So I love the question because a hacker could be... I'm going to answer that in, in, in a couple different formats. A hacker could be anybody. A hacker could be my grandmother who decided to take a programming class and is she's sitting somewhere in her room right now bored doing something. A hacker could be a 10-year-old in California. Anyone could be a hacker mm. to have that desire to do either malicious or for good intent. Why do I mention good intent and in hackers? Because there's three types. You have a white, gray, and black hat hackers. Oh, mm-hmm. prejudice and ra- racism. <laughs> <laughs> you went there. <laughs> so what are the differences? A white hacker, it is known as a person. Okay. Think of it as a light, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, versus good versus evil. Uh, a white hacker is a person who gains this knowledge but to do good. So I come in into to your center, Linda. I'm a white hacker. I'm going to try to find any type of issues you have on your network. 
Please do and to tell make me sure <laughs> to, to make sure <laughs> to make sure that you're secure properly. Okay. And I'm going to advise you. And people get paid for that. Yeah. Companies yeah. hire white hackers all the time. You know, Fortune 500 companies they they hire these guys, even criminals that they they give them a second chance. They 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 have that second chance program and they 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 give them chance to okay if you're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna trust you and they get paid and they make a career out of it and these people change you know those are white hackers somebody who does something for good to make sure that you're safe okay. what's a black hacker <laughs> it's completely the other way around uh, black hacker is somebody who does something for malicious intent uh, oh, yeah, yeah. so you know that that's, that's another show that that's uh yes <laughs> that that could be anybody. Again, it's anybody yeah. who has that that uh, mind of thinking, or you're just they just want to do malicious things. Mm-hmm. Those are those are the people that you will consider a black hacker. Just okay. think of the worst case possible scenario. Yeah. This is amazing that that we're talking about this. I just learned from someone that in another country, they recruit young boys who cannot find employment. They tell them. You come, you work at this computer center. They have a place with a room uh, and a location, and those young boys can't get out. They live there, and if they get out, one of them was killed. Wow. <clears throat> what they do, they recruit them to hack yeah. using these computers. And I guess this one boy got killed because... They don't want them to go out and tell nobody mm-hmm. what's going on. It's yeah. it's it's worse than a gang. It, well, it's similar to a yeah, gang. Yes, it's, it's, it, it's it, similar. It it, just think of it of the new age of gangs. Yeah. yeah, you know the gangs back then. It was just a bunch of people congregating, doing no good. Yeah. Okay. Well, today That's... you you still have those type of gangs, but then you also have cyber gangs, cyber you know uh, organized criminals mm. uh, that use technology for the same mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why we just have to be careful who we deal with. And uh, just so I don't forget that the last type of hacker, it's it's a gray hacker. What's a gray hacker? That's somebody who's on the borderline, right? You know, (laughs) white and black put together, you get gray, right? So the the gray hacker is somebody who knows how to do the malicious things, but they also apply it to do good. Okay. Okay. So just let's say... uh, uh, you know, I want to I want to change my life around in the sense of I just want to be a uh, uh, a gray hacker. I know how to do malicious things, but if I feel that that business across the street is stealing money from people, I'm going to bring his business down. So now I'm using the bad stuff I know how to do to bring that business down because what he's doing is wrong. It's t- like taking justice on my own hands mm-hmm. being a vigilante pretty much right okay. uh, so so that that's why it's just so everyone understands the the, the differences that's why that's why i use those examples it's a, a gray hacker somebody who, who who knows you know they they sit on that borderline they mm. either could be good they could be bad and you know would i trust one no um because if if you get on the wrong side then they know how to do bad stuff too but it is like i said it's just so you understand the differences between them uh, in how they use their knowledge. Wow. All for the love uh, of money. money. Yeah. Not yeah. money, but the love of the money. Love for of greed. Money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Some of them do it for money. Some of them do it just for recognition. So they know yeah. their name is out there. Mm-hmm. It's, mm. it's a game. For mo- most, of the, most of them are kids, and they do it as for, for game. Just mm. so if my name is uh, Vector is my hacker name, I want to make sure that everybody knows who Vector is. So I'm going to do as much damage as I can just so I could hear my name come out on the news. Mm -hmm. And other hackers start knowing who I am. I'm not somebody to mess with. So you start putting those those, uh, uh, bragging rights, right? And you start making yourself known. And then obviously you have the organized crime that they do it, obviously, for, for, for other gains. Wow. Okay, well, thank you so much, um, Jose, for gracing us here at Brother Z and uh, friends with your presence with, uh, and with your knowledge and vast information that you brought to the table. We want to thank you so much, sir. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming. No, and thank you again for having me here. Yeah, it's always you. a pleasure. 
Okay. Thank wow, you. thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Thank you so much for coming. Um, my goodness. What a need for change. What a need for people to make a change. Privacy and Friends is a unique thought provoking program that brings our listeners closer to the understanding of the Word of God. We focus on things that are straight from the Bible that may need clarification to others. We make it as simple as possible. The phone four zero seven six six eight four eight two four. Email brother z seventy seven at gmail dot com. Our podcast brother z and friends b r o t h e r a n d f r i e n d s. It's available for your listening at your convenience. Just Google the name. It's Anointed Community Services International. We're a nonprofit 501c3 organization, and we educate and empower the disadvantaged women, youth, veterans, and seniors in South Lake County. We're currently managing the Elise Tomlin Community Center in Groveland, Florida, and offering free programs for youth, women, and seniors. We're offering a after-school tutoring program, a summer activities program, a women's network uh, that brings women together to educate and empower them to be self-sufficient, and also a Meals on Wheels program that delivers food for veterans and seniors in the community. Many are receiving help applying for food stamps, Medicaid, getting legal document assistance, and even starting a business. We'll soon be in a new Elise Tomlin Empowerment Center that will have a business incubator where small businesses will be able to start off with a low overhead and get free services by our staff. We believe in empowering and transforming communities. And we can be reached by calling 352-404-7898. Again, that's 352-404-7898. Or you can visit us online at www.anointedcs, that's C as in cat, S as in Sam, dot org. Anointedcs.org. Brother Z and friends, thanks for tuning in. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not. He makes me lie down He restores my soul And leads me on for His name For His grace
It's always such a pleasure to be with you by way of radio. I want to talk today to you about the story of Daniel in the lion's den, coming from the book of Daniel, chapter 6, verses 12 through 17. In the Bible, this is a traumatic incident that's recorded. It is a great strengthener to your faith, and it challenges us to stand firm in times of testing and trials. You know, in the days of Daniel, just like in the days of David, they fought physical battles. They went into real lion dens and real fiery furnaces. But you and I, we go through spiritual battles. We go through spiritual fiery furnaces. But the God that we serve is looking for the same faith and the same persistence that Daniel had, that David had. In this evil world that we live in, as committed believers, we are powerful tools in the hands of God. When we stand strong in the face of trials, they bear witness that Jesus is real. They're an inspiration and they challenge others to stand strong in God through trials and tribulations. 
God actually allowed Daniel to be put into the den, just as previously he had allowed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be put into the fiery furnace. So as we see that this was allowed by God, we should know that every trial that we go through, that it's allowed by God. It reminds me of the the, the blacksmith or the, the man that's making gold. It has once been said that when he makes that gold and he puts it in the fire, that he stands over it until he sees his reflection in that gold. And so God is standing over you and I whenever we go through situations to see his reflection in our lives. Are we going to come out looking like him? Are we going to behave like him when we go through trials and tribulations? It's a great thing to experience the delivering power of God, for he delivers from sin. He delivers from fear. He delivers from doubt and anxiety, and he breaks the power of every evil habit that you might have in your life. In other words, he delivers completely. In 2 Timothy chapter 4 and 18, if you're in a horrible den threatened by any kind of lion or any kind of situation, know this, that they that trust in the Lord, he shall deliver you without fail. Four things, four lessons that we want to take away from the story of Daniel. Daniel wasn't willing to compromise his standards. It didn't matter what everyone else was doing. It mattered to him that he pleased God no matter what everyone around him was doing. And in this life, it is so important, especially for our young people, to have a made-up mind to love God with all of their hearts so that they will not compromise holiness. Number two, God was the central aspect of Daniel's life. And we find out later in the chapter that Daniel, his part of his daily routine was to kneel towards Jerusalem from his window every day and pray to God three times a day. Of course, this became the reason he was thrown into the lion's den. But he kept God as his central focus. The Bible tells us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Number three, Daniel used his influence. As Christians living in America, we're influenced by so much every single day, some negative and some positive. Consequently, we also have the power to influence the people that we come in contact with. Sadly, so many Christians, they don't use their influence for the kingdom of God. Not all people are brought into our lives for uh, one reason or another, but God brings them into our lives to be able to be a blessing to us and sometimes for us to be a blessing to them. Daniel used his influence in an extremely positive and powerful way. While we as Christians today may never be able to have influence in changing laws like Daniel, Daniel was able to change laws and God got the glory. Daniel, number four, Daniel didn't waver when hardships arose. There's mighty lessons we can learn from the life of Daniel that go far beyond being thrown into a lion's den. Daniel was a faithful servant of God who didn't compromise his beliefs. He put God first and foremost in his life, and he was blessed for it. I want to encourage you today to look at the life of Daniel and let that life be a, an example unto you that you would be, as Daniel was, blessed in the end. Remember, God loves you, and he's looking for those that are faithful, those that are faithful in a little. He said he'll make you ruler over much. May God bless you, may God keep you, and may God make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Shalom. Thank you so much, Pastor Linda. Thank you so much, Brother Lopez. We cannot overemphasize the importance of such a, a subject. We thank you for your goodness, your kindness, your wisdom, your understanding, and the sharing of your knowledge. May God bless you all.
Okay, so we're at the zone. We want to thank you so much for tuning in. And um, we all are going to join together now, as we say. We, we share, share because, because we care. Until <laughs> the next time, may the good Lord bless you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Not as the world yet, but as Jesus gave. Take care. God bless you.